who does he work for? Is there a specific fictional fictional org? The Snake Society? <laughs> just, I just tickle myself. seen a script but I've no doubt if it isn't up to par they'll chuck it out ooh la 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 all my actor friends are cracking wise but I can see the envy in their eyes ooh la 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 whoa environmental story environmental storytelling in your architecture direction would you interior call design interior yeah, design yeah. yeah not architecture Welcome to Fan Fiction Writer's Room. I'm your editing manager, Spencer Swartz. And I'm your managing editor, Liz Cerny. Now, here on Fan Fiction Writer's Room, we take characters submitted by you, the listeners, and we weave them into a masterpiece in the way all great stories were meant to be told by amateurs on the internet. If you'd like to suggest characters for us, submit your characters to ffwrshow at gmail.com. I was thinking about Spider-Man Far From Home. Yes. And I just think that if you're a regular citizen mm-hmm. in the MCU. Just regular old Joe Schmo. These superheroes, they're holding the gun to your head, man. They're they're tricky. They're like, so I'm just, I'm, uh, let's say I'm Flash it's Thompson. It's a stressful situation. I'm Flash Thompson. Yeah. So I'll, even a named character. Mm-hmm. Like, it's me hanging out in my Spider-Man. I, I love Spider-Man. Yep. I think. I, I have memories probably of the 9-11, which was the attack on New York. And also of 9-11. I mean, yeah, both. Like, absolutely. Is that canonical in the Marvel Universe? It must be. It mu- yeah, it must be. There must have been 9-11 and well, also... Wait, when did when did the first official MCU... 2008. Okay, so, so that's yeah, when yeah. So, pa- so 2008... Is the... Timeline divergent. Yeah, and then it diverged. In 2008, Iron Man made an Iron Man costume. Yeah. And that's what changed history forever. Everywhere exists now at once. Which is, yeah, exactly. In the MCU. So I'm Flash Thompson. I'm hanging out. I'm just like chatting with my Flash mob. Yeah. I'm I'm getting my YouTube channel. Get my YouTube channel. I'm Instagramming. I'm got a huge following on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Iron Man. Uh-huh. Has died very recently. Right. And he gives the most powerful military force to some kid who was bit by a radioactive spider. Yeah. Just gives it to him. Just a teenager. 15 years old. But I don't know this. Me, Flash Thompson. I'm blissfully unaware, right? But are you? Because your history of the last couple years has had... Multiple cities being blown up. Yeah. And you witnessing out in them, whether in person, which Flash has been at, he was at everything that's happened in New York, Uh which is a lot of things. Oh, yeah. What happened in Europe in, in Far From Home. And it's just all of these superheroes who just are wielding great power and you just have to trust them. To yeah. not shoot you in the head. 
they're holding the gun to your head and they're like, no, trust me. I'm, I'm, I'm Tony Stark. I'm Peter they're Parker. Super I'm super likable. <laughs> you can trust me holding this gun to your head. I'm not going to shoot you with these drones. I'm Peter Parker. Look at me. You know what it is? It's, it's the only thing that can stop a bad super guy with a bad gun is a good super guy with a good gun. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, That's exactly. the moral of the story. And. Is what we've learned. Citizens should have absolute power. Yeah. And this anonymous teen should be in charge of our greatest and strongest force. Yes. Unsupervised. I can't stress unsupervised enough. It's like Civil War <laughs> attempts to be like, well, what would the consequences be of individuals wielding absolute power? And their answer is, well, they would have a Super war. Fights. They That's would have answer. a war and then not talk to each other and then continue to wield absolute power. <laughs> <laughs> they would have a tiff where two of them break up and then just continue, not learn their lesson. In fact, if anything, wielding absolute power, continuing continuing to feel justified in it because you hand absolute power over to a, a random teenager who mm. was bit by a radioactive spider. But I think you're forgetting the most important thing of all to come out of that. What's that? Sweet-ass airport fights. Sweet-ass airport fights. And the world is better off for it. That's because true. before... We didn't have sweet ass airport fights, and now they're sweeter and asser than tried, before. I've tried to get into a sweet before. ass airport fight. You know how hard? You know how many security guards are at the airport? <laughs> you know, I hear it's a lot. It is a lot. Yeah, and you know, no. I don't know why, but they're at airports specifically. Yeah, a lot. I'm a random security guard, and I look over, and there's a man with a magical shield fighting a man. With a magical robot suit. Some sort of iron suit. A man with this iron... Some sort of iron man here. One person with a robot arm. One person who can get real small and real big. Yeah. A cat man. A tough lady. I mean, that lady doesn't intimidate me as much as the rest of them. Uh, but I, I, as soon as I get over there, she's going to become got, very intimidating. She's got some guns. Yeah. And she can do a flip or two. Yeah. This other guy. He's got arrows he's sure willing to throw away everything he's ever known for captain america yeah he's got a family and everything but i mean cap calls and like you gotta or did iron man call i don't remember which team he was on what are we talking about again anyways (laughs) hawkeye rules uh yeah we love him we love him (laughs) and you're a security you can't fight iron Man. what are you gonna do to iron man you're a guy with your taser do you have a taser do security (laughs) guards even have tasers Shine your flashlight in his eyes. What are you like? You're gonna do a a citizen's arrest (laughs) to War Machine, the man named War Machine. (laughs) Yeah, that's what you have to do. You gotta do what you gotta do, Joe Securo Man, (laughs) Paul Blart. Paul Blart. Yeah, Paul Blart is not gonna be able to stop (laughs) the Winter Soldier. How are you, Liz? What have you been binging on? What have you? I'm are you good. partaking in any particular fandoms right now? Are I'm you? I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling very honored right now because I don't know if you heard, but us here at Fan Fiction Writers Room—that's right—we've finally gotten our first award. 
yeah. finally gotten we our did it. due Hugo Award. Hugo. Us. We got the Hugo Award. Hugo Weaving called us up. He did. And he said, you get my award. My personal yeah. Hugo I, Award. For the sci-fi greatest excellence. Sci-fi author of our time. Yep. Hugo Weaving. Hugo Weaving. <laughs> Multi-talented yeah. man. Yeah. All fan fiction in the world. Oh, we won. We won. We got it. Archive of our own. It it got it. We got it. And every single fanfic writer. Hey, congratulations. Congratulations. To me, Mm -hmm. specifically. I love this. Legitimately, I love this. (laughs) It's interesting. As as much as like we're 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 having a goof. Yeah. It is an interesting development. For for those of you who don't know, the real story is that the Hugo Award, it's a specific Hugo Award. It's it's for derivative of other things it's like for non-original works blah 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 so the website archive of our own the big old fan fiction website right now uh one just kind of like the concept of the website the concept of fan fiction basically one the fact that there even is a derivative works yeah the idea award of like being influenced by other things yeah copyright is so Attempting to hold on to something that doesn't exist, ownership yeah. of we're, material, the fa- like we're fan all just fiction is in the such same sandbox. Yeah, and yeah, the idea of fan fiction of like fan works like Bart Kira, yeah. like how can you live in a it now Bart Kira is a remake. They, these fans have taken the Akira graphic novel, which is thousands of pages long it's this famous uh work of japanese comics and have recast it with the cast of the simpsons is it finished it's finished start to finish you can it read is bart start kira? to finish you can read bart kira the entire it's free online <laughs> you can read, read the akira graphic novel as a fan fiction work of simpsons literature how on earth can you enforce copyright in this world anymore. You can't. <laughs> in a post-Bart Kira world. In a post-fan yeah. fiction, in a post-archive of our own, in a post-Bart Kira world, yeah. copyright is meaningless. Everything is a remix. Every fan fiction writer out there, you are a rebel fighting. A rebel genius. A revolutionary fighting the good fight. Fighting the good fight. And getting those accolades. Getting those accolades. Congratulations to your Hugo Award. Print out mm-hmm. your and own congratulations to us. Picture of the Hugo Award. Pin it up on your wall. It's yours. Print picture of Hugo weaving. Hugo weaving. Put a big heart around his face. Smooch it every night before you go to bed. This one. It's I mean, a I know deal. you're probably doing that already. You, I mean, you better be doing that already. Do you think the man in remember Deal or No Deal? Yeah, with Howie Mandel. Different Howie. Who was the Howie that I was saying? Hugo Weaving? Hugo Weaving. Now, Howie Mandel. Listen, Hugo and Howie, they're both different people. And but they also, don't have the but same also name. But get this. They're different <laughs> names, too. Same first letter, though. Do you ever think, like, I might be the first person to ever mix up Hugo Weaving and, <laughs> and Howie Mandel? Do you ever think about how you might be the first person in our? It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. It was really bold explored. history of. Do you remember that scene in Garden State 
when she says right she's like she's like you might be the don't you ever just want to be the first person to ever mix up an obscure actor with a game show host yeah and she just like jumps on her bed and screams robert de niro and al pacino are the same person wake up sheeple also sometimes sean penn and dustin hoffman i can't tell any of them apart matt damon and Marky Mark? Mark Ruffalo? No. Ma- Marky Mark. Marky Mark. Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Who is different than Mark Ruffalo. He is different than Mark Ruffalo. Marky Mark and Matt Damon, if you gave person. me $100 to tell you which one is in- Which one shot who in The Departed? I, I would not no. be able to. They're Can't both in The Departed? They're both in The Departed. And what? one of them shoots the other. How I don't would, know which one Why would which? you cast them in the same <laughs> I movie? I always feel that way. Char- Hun- who, who's Hunnan? Who's who's um, Pacific Rim? Charlie Hunnan? No idea. Basically, there's, Alba. there's two white blonde oh, buff yeah. men in the Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim is You would be excused for not realizing it. It I took sure me half it. an hour to yeah. realize that there were two different There's white guys in that movie. Person. There's the bit at the beginning where he has given up being I mean, a robot pilot and he's working on the the wall and he looks up at the TV and sees the other white guy. That's not himself. And he, I'm like, why is he watching an old recording of himself <laughs> yes. on the TV? And then I realize, oh, that's a different guy. And the reason why you're supposed to tell is because he has an Australian accent. And apparently like, like a different face. But they're the same face. Oh, no, it's the same Who face. can tell faces apart? That's no, a lie. Yeah. And listen, this is going to blow your mind. But neither of them are. Are Channing Tatum. What? I know it sounds fake. Now Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. Is the man from 21 Jump Street. The wrestler, John Cena. Right, yeah. From 21 Jump Street, the movie. That's Channing Tatum, yes. I told my friend, she was saying like, wouldn't it be funny to make a fake Instagram account where you pretend that people on the street are celebrities that they vaguely look alike and take pictures with them. And I was like, oh, yeah, just go to any gym and pretend they're, like, Mark. So they're all Channing Tatum. <laughs> Channing Tatum. Like, any buff guy, like, you could just swap them out with Channing Tatum. Yeah. Like, as long as they cut their hair. Sure that, hair, yeah. Yeah. You're good. That's Channing Tatum. Buff, if they yeah. have that jaw and that hairline, they're Channing Tatum. Mm-hmm. I'm so mad that the MCU replaced, who was the first War Machine? So, Terrence Howard, great, he's got chemistry with Tony Robert Stark. Downey Jr. Also, Robert Downey also, Jr. and Terrence Howard. That's the only yeah. reason why anyone cared about Iron Man 1 is their chemistry was so they good. Some, they were so fun. The scene in where like friends. where Terrence is talking in the airplane and he's like, oh man, military stuff, military stuff. And Tony keeps being like, look at the ladies stripping. Their ladies are stripping right now. And Terrence is just drunk and talking about military stuff. That was like the stuff that made that movie work and then they just swapped him out with donnie yeah but here's here's my specific liz watching a movie complaint Uh, captain america also has a best friend right yeah who is is a a young man hot what his name is is a young black actor yeah young black actor but they both look very different Mm -hmm. and then they replace him with don Cheadle, Mm -hmm. who has a thin heart-shaped pointed chin face 
They have really similar face shapes. I guess so. Like Donnie is way older than the uh, than than the new Cap. Yeah, that's uh, true. Sam that's true. Wilson, Hawk Boy, but Hawk. Like, I'm the ho- I five Falcon. wings Falcon Falconer not boy. Hawkeye. Yeah. Fucking why are, why is his name Hawkeye? Get Arrow. I Arrow There's Man. There's Green Arrow already in DC. Uh, I hate comic books. <laughs> no, but my problem is that they if their if their faces are even they if they're vaguely similar to each other at all. My I just can't do it. I think I have like. Not quite prosopagnia, whatever you call yeah. that word, but it's close. There's it's a certain close. amount of face blindness going on here. Yeah, I'll, 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 like if I see them next to each other, I'll be like, right, that's Don Cheeto. But yep. like, otherwise, mm. I don't know. And I'll tell you what, Channing Tatum isn't any of. He's not Captain America. He's really not. That's not Captain America. It's Chris Evans. He is. If you I replace guess Channing, Channing Tatum, t- isn't a franchise face, actor yet. If you face swapped, like with deep fake Channing Tatum's face on Captain America, I would never notice. No. Nope, no way. But Don Cheadle's face on any of them, Black Widow, <laughs> I would never notice. No way, man. Well, I mean, she's got a real point chin. I mean, she's such a chameleon. Yeah. That really, I mean, she should have taken over. Yeah, exactly. For, uh, what if the yeah, MCU, yeah. every actor in the MCU is played by Scarlett Johansson? So face blindness, you're face blind. No, so my, my previous joke about Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, Sean Penn, and Dustin Hoffman, that's barely a joke. Like, be, it's because they play very similar roles often, and they're relatively the same age. Their career trajectory has you been relatively could similar. If they were Michael, not, Michael, my friend A-listers. Michael will list, will list any movie, and I'll I won't know. If they I'll were just not that A-listers, and I won't know. they would be sitting in the same room during casting calls. Exactly. Yeah. So to me, like they they're just the role is them. Mm-hmm. That's it. So the director that was in. It's always it's always sunny in Hollywood. <gasps> Once, Once upon, upon a time, time in Hollywood. That was Um God, Kurt Russell. Al No, the director from the beginning. That was in the maybe he was a producer. He was in the restaurant in the one of the early scenes. Oh, Al Pacino. Yeah, that the was Italian Al Pacino? guy. I think so. I think that was Al Pacino. That wasn't Robert De Niro? Could have been Robert De Niro. It's you see? We both saw this movie. Yeah, I have no idea. Who was Scarface? I think so. But who was Taxi Driver? That's Robert. Like, pretty sure. But who was in Sea of Love? I don't know what Sea of Love is. It's a movie with... One of them. One of them. I want to say De Niro. Who was in Goodfellas? Both of them? Goodfellas is... That was a trick question. Is that the one with... It was De Niro. I don't but it think was I've mostly seen, Ray Liotta. There was a think lot of gangsters in that. Yeah. It's very good. I just saw it recently for the okay. first time. It's like two and a half hours long. You never know it though. It's turns it's one of those movies where it's like famous for being good, and then you watch it and, and you're like, like, oh like, thank God it actually is good. Yeah, exactly. Because often like the I'm Godfather just like, is so long, but it's also so good. And you're yeah, like, yeah. oh thank God it's so good because yeah. like this is and then you watch, would be such a slog otherwise. Yeah, and then you watch like the Maltese Falcon and you're like, Well, this is hot garbage. Cool, I guess everything is. And I cannot trust anyone's opinions on movies. So is Al Pacino in the Maltese Falcon? No, Humphrey Bogart is. Mm. Or was it Sean Penn? I always get it could Humphrey be Bogart and Leonardo DiCaprio mixed up. 
Yeah. Um, when is Humphrey Bogart going to get his Oscar? When's he going to get in the MCU? Oh, that's... Humphrey Bogart as yes. um as Gambit. Oh, heck yeah. Humphrey Bogart throwing, throwing cards. Like, cards. cool, like, nice. cool cards and having, like, a cool... What is... What is Gambit's what? face What's thing? What's he wearing? What would you call what that? What is that? <laughs> it's like Open a strap mask? that starts on his face. It just open. It's an open Turtle, for his face. Turtleneck headband combo. Yeah. I mean, it works. He is working it. It's a bodysuit that extends up to his face, but not over his head. And you know those like um, dancey, those those like uh, uh, green screen suits. Oh, yes. It's like if you cut the top off one of those and the face off and then put on a jacket, that's a Gambit costume. That's how you be Gambit. Mm Mm-hmm. Cosplayers, just a bit of a tip for you. That's how you be Gambit. You also got to get a deck of playing cards. Oh, very important. Yes. Gambit as, who did I say? Al Pacino? Humphrey Humphrey Bogart. Bogart. It's hard to tell them apart. I know. So. (laughs) Do you want to take a little break? Yeah. All right, catch you in a minute on fan fiction. Catch you in a minute on fan fiction writers. I'm a great hairy hope like a lycanthrope. I've got a hair in my soap. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every person you know who snores is actually. They're meditating. They're all night most, long. They're the most mindful people yes. you know. They are the monks of our. Living in Nirvana. Society. Yeah. If you snore, you don't have to go tell your doctor that maybe you have sleep apnea because you're actually in bliss so on fan fiction writers room we take your characters and we put them on a big old list and then we randomly select them and we are forced at at gunpoint to write a fan fiction we've hired an intern to stand Mm -hmm. in the corner with a gun pointed at each of us yes there's a sniper red dot what are those called sight a sniper yeah. sight. A sniper sight. A sniper dog. And a terrified intern. Just, mm-hmm. it's okay, Jessica. Jessica, you don't have to shake so much. <laughs> it's just a very deadly weapon pointed at a human soul. She's great. She's Get your great. hand back on the trigger, young lady. <laughs> Remember your gun safety lessons. This week we rolled James West, sent in by Gil. So James West is, of course, from... Wicca Wild, Wild West. Sent, sent in by who? Gil. Thank you, Gil. So James West is, of course, the... Will Smith. Uh, we are going to go with the Will Smith version from Wild what, Wild West. What other version is there? Did you not know that Wild Wild West, Wild West, whatever that film is called, is actually a remake <gasps> of an old serial TV show, what? serialized uh, cowboy TV show from, I don't know, the 60s or something? What was that? Was that called Wild Wild West? It was called Wild West. Was it called Wild West? Wild. I I always call it Wicca Wild Wild West because that's yeah. what James. That's what Will says My in good the rap buddy song. James West, says. which is one of those instances where the song from the movie is better than the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which, go into the Wild Wild West. That's mostly true of Will Smith movies. Yeah, though. not as a knock on Will Smith. It's movies. No. Just, like, his theme songs were just so good. Yeah. How can like, you compete? The Men in Black 2 theme song is so hot, but Men in Black 2 is no good. It's, but, it's not. But I want to nod your head like no. the black suit's coming. Nod your head like this. Yep. Indeed. 
I will nod my head. Mr. Smith, you got me. We also had Pyramid Head sent in by Emily. Thank you, Emily. So Pyramid Head is the scary man the with scary the, man with the pyramid for his head? With the pyramid for his head and the a, man who skinned an entire lady live in the movie? Did he Silent skin a lady Hill? live and I maybe yeah, I didn't he like, finish Silent he like, Hill? Uh, maybe it was a lady. He held her up by the neck and then he lady. used his other hand and he just like he just sort of like ambivalently, ambiguously grabbed around her head and then ripped. Now was it the and her entire top? Or the mom or the little girl? It wasn't the mom. I don't remember who it was. But it, her skin sure came off like a, like a banana peel wow. in a way that skin w- will not. I've tried. It does not. So he has the, the magical ability to pull off a skin like a banana peel of yeah. a human. He's mm-hmm. got a giant pyramid for a head. I don't believe he wears clothes, really. He kind of wears like, like a loincloth. A loincloth. Yeah, like a Tarzan type. Big buff. Very sexy. Very sexy. And he, and he, he will kill you. He carries around a big old like knife that it's like, like a carve it's like a kitchen knife, but it's very big. And it like kind of keeps him slow. He's like a very slow Yeah. He's like the cause he's Silent a, Hill's he's a, a persistence predator. He's a video game bad guy. So From the video game, Silent Hill. And also the movie, Silent Hill. So think of him like you're playing you're playing your video game and Every now and then you look behind you and, oh, my God, it's it's death and he's coming for you. And he's got a pyramid for a head. Oh, following. No. Following. Always following. Alan Parrish from Jumanji sent in by Andrew. So Alan Parrish is, of course, the main character, the Robin Williams character from Jumanji. Robin Williams has you know been getting a I lot of... You know what movie I just watched recently? What was it? <laughs> Jumanji. Did you really? The original. The original, okay. Yeah, it's Not even, even the better Rock than remake. I remember it being. So There's people... a lot more CGI in it than I realized. Oh. As a kid, I thought that there was like real footage of animals. I knew it was badly green screened in, yeah. but I thought it was real footage. It's CGI. So, it's mostly CGI. A lot Badly of, green screened in. A lot of the first Jumanji was filmed in my hometown. Yeah. So, like, I look. You can tell because there's mountains in New England. Yeah. I, I watch that movie and I think, like, oh, there's that old uh, uh, hardware store. <laughs> it's not a hardware store anymore. So but in, but in Sawasan specifically. Yeah. Oh. It's like the hardware store oh, from Tawasin so is exciting. in Jumanji. Yeah, it's really neat. That rules. Do you know where the Jumanji house is? No. Uh, did they construct it specifically for it? They might have, oh. yeah. That'd be an There's interesting an thing to set. seek out, though. Yeah. Maybe maybe it is available. Uh, mm-hmm. The thing I always heard was just the hardware scenes were filmed in Tawasin. That would, yeah. I could be wrong. It was mostly filmed in, in, in fact, New England and, okay. and LA yeah. on a soundstage. And yeah, Robin Williams, I believe it's like the five year anniversary of his death. So there's been a lot of oh, uh, okay. uh, buzz around Robin mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. He's been on covers of magazines of and Williams Palooza. People been posting clips and just talking about how much they miss Robin. My good buddy, Rob. And Solid Snake from the Metal Gear Solid video games sent in by Calvin Hamill. Thank you, Calvin. And so Solid Snake is, of course, the, uh, the Bandera Ban- snake. Dana wearing, smoking, box hiding, box hiding spy guy. tough drinking. He's a cool spy who's a clone of the best soldier in the world. And he's he's also a good soldier. And he 
is really gruff he's, and he he's always, my best friend. He constantly repeats things that people say with a <laughs> Colonel. And his best friend Otacon? Otacon is his best friend Otacon. that he talks to. And also the Colonel is another friend of his. And also Mariel? So he has so much friends. Yeah. We're a friendly guy. And yeah, he's a cool clone. And our tags this week, and I'll remind you that we don't have to use our tags, but they are there to inspire us. Mm-hmm. Uh, relationships. Mm. Frostbite. Oh. And crack. Now, crack. Crack ref- cocaine. Yes. Mm-hmm, I love so it. So now we don't actually, the the use of crack as a tag is actually not referring to the drug, but if the drug. Well, it's very true to a writer's room. Yes. Though. Now, a crack fic is... As fanlore.org defines it, it is implying the author or artist must have been on drugs to produce something so insane. It must be used in a compound noun, crack fic, or as an adjective, crack pairing, on post in the vein of crack may be labeled as a crack post. So basically, it's crazy. Who gives a shit about canon? Is what okay. I think about as sure. a crack fic. Yes. It's wild. Wild it's and wacky. Wild and wacky. Are any characters particular speaking to you? Solid Snake. My best friend. Solid Snake. Colonel. Colonel. So it's not quite Batman. It's not quite as angry as Batman. It's not it's as just like, cartoon it's of like a I've voice. It's like I smoke too many cigarettes. Yeah, it's smoke too many <sighs> cigarettes. It's not doing a voice. Mm-hmm. Batman is your uncle who is doing a fake voice. Right, right. This is Solid Snake's voice Mm -hmm. that has been influenced by cigarettes, probably. Yeah. And he's just so tired of it all, man. Yeah. War is hell. War is... War never changes, and war is hell. His two zany catchphrases. He's... I think Metal Gear is about how war never changes. Waka waka. Meanwhile, I think Fallout is about how war has changed. Zippy zip zappa. War has changed, man. Okay, so Solid Snake, he does, like, cool missions for the government. Oh, also, he's dummy thick. He he sneaks around all of the these facilities, mm-hmm. but unfortunately, his ass cheeks clap behind him. And they're always warning. They're warning the warning guards. Warning enemies. Mm-hmm. Okay, how about we, we open with, me, in media res. Yes. A, he is... Doing a mission. He's in a box. Uh, who does he work for? Is there a specific fictional fictional org? The Snake Society? <laughs> he works for Foxhound. Foxhound. The greatest spy org in the world. And Foxhound is, of course, Black Ops Unit. So he works for Foxhound, which is this Black Ops Unit. Wait a second. Foxes aren't hounds. Foxes are not even canines. I call shenanigans. Oh, it's a dog that hunts foxes, right? A foxhound, like a. Oh, it's not a fox or a hound. It's a. It's a different thing. A yeah. Foxhound. That is it's a dog that hunts the foxes. Okay. Like a wolfhound. Oh. But foxhound. Inside my box, I always felt safe. It didn't matter if there was. A machine gun wielding. A pyramid head. Following him? We could do that. Maybe the villains 
have made a new bioweapon. Ooh, okay, okay. They've taken a clone of Big Boss. Yeah. They've attached a pyramid to its head. They've chopped off the head, attached a pyramid. Yeah. Because what what's greater than a man? With a pyramid for a head. Yeah. So, okay, I like this. So, we will have Snake infiltrate this military base to find this new weapon. This new, he assumes it's a weapon to surpass Metal Gear. Exactly, a weapon to surpass Uh Metal Gear. And it turns out it is Metal Head, Pyramid Head. And then the story ends with Snake running away from Pyramid Head and eventually being killed by Pyramid Head. Now, why did Pyramid Head find him? Well, he finds Pyramid Head. Yeah, but when he's running away from Pyramid Head, some sort of sound. Might have alerted him oh, yes. to his presence. We'll we'll workshop it. We'll figure out how, what he was how, what he was doing to generate because it's a, a spy. Stealthy. He's got a box. He's got a box. He's got a you know? box. Like the ultimate stealth. So I always felt safe inside my box. It didn't matter if there was a machine gun wielding. Well, what would a bad guy left? I'm a machine gun wielding terrorist. Like not- a like a maniac? It's me, Otacon. Uh, I mean, Otacon. I know my own name. It's me. I, this is what my voice sounds like. I don't know. Does he ever talk? <laughs> when I call him, I'll- no, he's calling you. Oh, no, he's just there in the box with him. Oh. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> no, I. Uh, he's he's on your phone, cell phone. Bring wrist wrist phone? Does he no, have a, I, th- I think it's like a like a like headset. A, like a headset, yeah. Okay. Do you ever hear his voice? Let's hear his voice. Who? Otacon. Otacon. I'm in the computer room right now. I'm trying to access Baker's private files. Baker's files. Don't you need a password? Of course. But there are ways. Are you a hacker? Yep. That describes me pretty well. Does it look like you can get in? I don't know yet. I'll give it a try. I'm counting on you. That's a regular voice. I thought he was a big nerd. My grandfather was part of my hidden project. I mean, you can make him as nerdy as you want. Solid stick. Let's go. That would be very good. Come on. I always felt safe inside my box. There's no time for monologuing, Solid Snake. I like the idea that he's just been sitting in the box and he's like been trying to start this monologue. Yeah. Like all of these times has been canon. This has okay. actually happened several times. I always felt safe in my box. There could be a terrorist two feet away and I would feel right at home. That was the word that was eluding you, wasn't it? A machine gun wielding terrorist. Yeah, machine yeah. gun wielding T- terrorist. Terrorist. There it is. That's the one. I inched forward the military base I was tasked with infiltrating was littered with these terrorists. They would not suspect this box to be filled with their worst nightmare. What's that box doing over there? Oh, that's just, that's just Billy's box. You know him. He loves to put I hope machine guns inside boxes. He loves to put machine guns in boxes and just leave them out. Yeah. Upturned boxes with machine guns under them. I hope so. Since I just love terrorizing the populations. Killing innocent women and children is great. I love being totally okay with injustices. Yeah, man, it's great. 
of uh, fascism. <laughs> authority. Sign, mm-hmm, sign mm-hmm. me up. Love that authority. I especially love wearing this this uh, uh, ski, ski mask. mask. Ski mask over my face. You it really conceals my. Like, I was gonna human say. Features, you I know? was gonna tell you. I was gonna tell you. Uh-huh. That ski mask looks so good on you. Ah, oh, Billy or or Johnny. I forget which one is me. I don't remember. I just, you know, it gets lonely up here in this Alaskan military base, and I just want to say I love, and I jumped out of my box, and I tranquilized them both in their neck. Was it, where we These terrorists just get dumber and dumber. I grabbed <laughs> I grabbed the snoring Sorry I grabbed these terrorist jerks stuffed yeah. them into stuffed them into a closet Nice locked the door I knew there was a weapon here a oh. weapon that could surpass metal gear Oh I pressed my hand to my phone and rang up Otacon. Ring, ring. Otacon. Otacon here? Thank for a good buddy. The weapon. What? Which weapon is that? The There's weapon. so many going around these days. The weapon. The weapon to surpass Metal Gear. Snake, snake, you gotta get the red key from the guard. Where's the red key? It's on the guard with the red ski mask. The red ski mask. I hung up. Oh, I didn't even say goodbye. Gee. I really thought we'd make progress with our relationship. Otacon was too clingy. <laughs> I just needed to get off. But the bastard, he took fucking and made it into love. I don't believe in love. Not here. Not on the battlefield. So it's assumed that they have a sexual relationship. Yes. So in this... But it's purely physical. Well... But Otacon, to, to Snake, it's purely mm, physical. Yes. Otacon believes it might. It's something. It's something more. Uh oh. One sided relationship has not uh, communicated. He's 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 a bad communicator. He is let. He is maybe letting Otacon believe. Yeah, leading him on. Leading him on. How's he going to get in that facility? The red key. The red. The red ski mask. Down the corridor. Was a red ski mask. I saw it on one of these scumbag terrorists. Oh, I hope I hope somebody notices my new ski mask. So this this terrorist is alone. So he's alone. He's he's doing his he's doing his he's uh, just patrolling. Yeah, he's you know. doing his patrol route, mm-hmm. and he just admiring. He's his been feeling gun. a little self. Yeah, he's trying like something new. He's, he's trying, trying his something new, new. red. Ski mask. It match. He he wants it to match his key card that he carries yeah. around. And it's just like like no one's noticed. The boss mm. hasn't noticed. He's a little embarrassed because like, is it too obvious? You yeah. Know? Like, is he trying too hard? Yeah. Boy, it's too it's too bad. I'm just alone here on my patrol. Nobody to see or admire my brand new bright red ski mask. Well, time to turn this corner without a care in the world. Just just doing my patrol. In this empty corridor where nobody is. They make it too Here easy I go. for me. 
taking this corner one step at a time, turning my head slightly t- to the left and and looking down slightly. Ooh, a box! <laughs> What's in that box? I wonder. Was that there before? He stared down at my box, my beautiful box, my safety box. <laughs> That's a nice looking box. Oh, I wonder if there's ski masks in it. I can check. Ah, oh, no, that's 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 ridiculous. Why would I do? Yeah, just just to be sure. Yeah, I'll check. The box started lifting. I took out my silence pistol. No, I'm just being I'm just being silly. I'll just put this box back. Continue my patrol. Why would there be other ski masks in it? It's just full of machine guns. That's where Johnny keeps all his machine guns. Everybody knows that. In his upside-down boxes. <laughs> littered throughout the hallways. The box was placed back down. Doop, doop, doop. I could hear him walking past. Let me just check. Got my machine gun still. Yeah. Oh, got my bright red key card. Great. Still on my belt. Right here on my right hip. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's where I keep it. Just gonna keep on, keep on walking down the corridor. This fellow liked to talk to himself <laughs> a lot. <laughs> they always seem to talk to themselves. I jumped out. I, I threw my box off and I grabbed him by his neck. I wrapped my arm <laughs> around his throat and I cut the Joking. airflow. Joking. And I let this red mask guard asleep. Oh, alas. Is the red of my mask simply the color of the nylon, or is it my blood? Away I go to dream, to sleep, never again to wake. I gotta be I'm out. I gotta be honest. Choking someone has never been so poetic. (laughs) Or so hot. (laughs) Something about choking this guard out got me feeling hot and bothered. Ring, ring. Out of gun. Oh, a, fo- a foxhound here? Otacon speaking. My supervisor told me that's how I'm supposed to answer the phone. Otacon. Oh, solid snake, eh? Come crawling back <laughs> on your mission. Shut up, you dirty bastard. When I get back, you're gonna be my dirty little whore. And then I hung up Is just like that. Tell you the colonel was on the line with us. Colonel! Oh, those youngins. Brings me great joy to hear that my employees are have a good work-life balance. Here at Foxhound, that's what we strive for. <sighs> work balance. Uh... Why, if, if I have a nickel for every time I told an operative I was going to make him my dirty little bitch, boy, I'd, I'd have like three dollars. Three dollars? Wait, God! <laughs> Wait, that was Donald Duck. Zoinks! Okay, bye! (laughs) They hung up. I knew that I wasn't gonna live that one down with the colonel. I approached the red door. I slid the keycard in. The door opened. There was a giant room. It was all metal and chrome. In the room, there was a box. I liked boxes. I approached it. It was about seven feet long and three feet tall. It reminded me of a coffin. Could this be the weapon? 
The box to surpass Metal Gear? The weapon to surpass Metal Gear? In this box? I open the box. <laughs> ski masks pour out. Just. It was filled with ski masks. Red and black and blue. I. What other colors? Orange. <laughs> line reading you've ever had. <laughs> Orange. Orange. Uh, yes. Just ski masks. Nothing but ski masks. Otacon must have got a bad tip. I turned around and started walking out of the room. I could have sworn I saw the ski masks move for a second. I turned around to look. They remained immobile. I began walking out again. And then I heard a big Clang. Ooh, time to turn my back on this very mysterious box. And there was a large man. Ooh, big man. Covered in ski masks. Here comes the big man. With a large metal contraption on his head. Oh, it's me, Pyramid Head. A loincloth and a giant knife. And he was looking at me. I could tell, even without his eyes, he was looking right oh, here I come. at me. Gonna get you. It's me. Well, this is Pyramid Head's thoughts. Oh, okay. He's he's a sil- he's a very scary, big, silent man. But he's got the brain yeah. of uh, Barney the dinosaur. Yes. So his thought it'll be in italics. Yes. But without quotation marks around it, because right, it's yeah. just thoughts. A la Garfield the cat. In this scenario, Snake is the John and... Yes. And Pyramid Head is the Garfield the cat. Yes, and he's thinking his thoughts, but Snake cannot hear them. No. This strange man stepped out of the box towards me. I called him. Hey! Oh, boy, who's this fella now? If you take another step, I will empty this clip into you. I will not hesitate. He's just goose. Yeah, I want to skewer him real bad. Boy, I I sure feel like skewering. He took another step. I'm warning you, I will empty this clip. Skewering time. Oh boy. I'm excited. I'm finally out of that ski mask box. Is he wearing one of the ski... Like one of them's on top of his head, like a toque. I think it's like the ski mask, like a beanie. Excuse me. Ski masks are littering his. Like there's a ski mask on his. Right, they're just kind of draped across yeah, exactly. all of his body it's and not, all of his big, big giant head. He hasn't put any of the ski masks on, but because he is so large and he was covered completely by ski masks. He is now stood up, and there are ski masks just kind of drenched on top of him, which we could assume as he moves are going to slowly fall off of him. Okay, okay, uh-huh. And they help him breathe? Yes. Because he was very badly burned by lava? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, I see. Well, the pyramid helps him breathe because he was very, very badly <laughs> right, right. burned by lava. <laughs> the ski masks keep the pyramid uh, fresh. Yes, oh, okay. They just keep his skin, like, smooth and stuff. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, yeah he's... He's got cucumbers on his eyes, yeah. on his yeah. pyramid. He has he, to wipe them off. He takes the Innisfree ski masks and yes. he put, puts them on his 
face for for 20 minutes mm-hmm. every Sunday. Mm-hmm. Sunday's his his ski mask day where he he fills the ski mask with uh Innisfree uh uh moisturizer yes. and puts because it on. Because skincare just like the most important step. Oh always, yeah. Always. First step, most important step. He he does the whole he uses the citric acid. Moisturize. Sunscreens, he moisturizes. Mm-hmm. He's really hoping his YouTube channel takes off. He even uses like, retinol. Uh, he uses eye cream even. He's He does the 10-step Korean beauty routine. It's very impressive. He was in the midst of that. He was in the midst. When mi- he was yeah. interrupted. And so, so now, that's why at, he's so mad. At the bottom yeah. of his coffin filled with ski masks <laughs> yeah. is a video camera, which is yes. connected to... The internet. Uh, the internet. And he live streams his, his makeup tutorials from there. Mm-hmm. And this strange military officer has interrupted mm-hmm. his makeup tutorial. I'm warning you, don't take another step. Who does this guy think he is? And he took a step. And I emptied the clip. One, two, three, four, five, six. Shots straight to his chest. Uh, he uh, didn't. Uh. <laughs> he didn't even flinch, except to flex. They were the bullet bullets embedded in his chest and abs, mm-hmm. and then ooh, he and flexes his muscles, out. pop right out. Oh, they fling back at Snake. Uh oh, R- remember watch out, Ricochet? The commercial for put the pieces in the slot. Yes, make the right I selection. Do. But be quick, you're racing the clock. Wow! Pop goes, goes perfection. perfection. It's like that. Pop goes perfection, yes. but all these bullets yes. go poppy. He pop goes perfections the bullets. The creature popped like perfection the bullets. And they went flying at me with the speed of a gun. <laughs> like a bullet. I mean, yeah. I got hit in my Shoulder. chest. Arm, upper arm, the manliest place to get hit. Oh, is that the manliest place? Well, because you don't get like really injured. I want him to get really injured, though. Oh, really injured? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, like ambiguously in the chest, not quite in the heart. Yeah, not in the heart. I, maybe a stomach. Or maybe in the gut. Oh, yeah, he gets in the side. Yeah, right there in the in the side. Just, just missed the spleen. Ah, my my side. Ah. Okay, back. I got back to the thoughts. Oh boy, I hope I hit his spleen. My my spleen. Uh, he got me in my spleen. Who is this monster? I limped out of the chrome room. I turned the corner. Where'd he go? He's gone. Whoa. I got into a box. This place is safe. Snake. Snake, you have to keep moving. You can't you can't stay here. He's so stealthy, I can't I can't see a thing. I better Better use my super senses. Hearing, touch, smell, taste. He just starts licking the walls. I snuck around the corner. Feeling the ground with the palms of his hands. The the creature, it was leaning up against the wall, putting its large metal face on the sides of the wall, scraping. Maybe a big, like, gross monster tongue comes out from underneath. Like, where did that come from? You know? Like Silent Hill, like a tentacle. I saw a large tongue come out of the bottom of the pyramid and wipe off ski masks off the top. What is this 
creature. The scraping of its metal knife came closer and closer. I didn't breathe. The pain of the, the bullet wound hurt so badly. I love the sound of my knife scraping on the ground. Real close, like, so I can hear my knife scraping. So I love it. Can't wait to skewer somebody on it. My box would keep me safe, I knew it. He would never suspect a person in a box. The creature walked past the hallway that I was in. I heard it round the corner. I was safe. Snake's in his box. He only has the, like, small little hole from which he can see. He's on the left, and Pyramid Head has passed the the hallway on his left and now rounded the corner. Okay. I walked. What was that? Otacon! Otacon! Otacon here! My ass cheeks. Have I been eating too much chicken? Otacon, you told me... Otacon, you told me that these pants didn't make me look fat. Your, your, your ass is as tight and tall and young and firm as ever. Otacon. I swear, I swear. It's I, life or death. I, 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 Otacon. And uh, the box flipped open. And there was the creature standing above me. What do you want, you monster? I, and then, of course... Pyramid's famous catchphrase. It's skewering time! Woohoo! The creature's blade entered my chest. I could feel blood. I could feel pain. Uh, uh, I, oh boy, oh boy, I oh boy. My pistol under the pyramid. No way. He, uh, sla- he slaps the gun out of his head and then he reaches ambiguously near his face and just and just rips. In one, in one rip, skin right off. The creature held its hand near me. What was it? All I could think of was a woman's comfort. And it grabbed the top of my forehead and ripped. Skinned him in one. Uh, Otacon here? Snake? Snake? Where you are? Solid Snake? Come in, come in, Snake. Can you hear me? Snake? Can you hear me? Where's your... Colonel, where'd you go? Solid Snake? 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 Snake! Dun, 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 uh. dun, 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 The howling wind blowing in the background, and we zoom out. Oh, no. Blood? Skin? Ass cheeks everywhere. <laughs> The, the the scene is just littered. The, the snow yeah, just, is littered with ass cheeks. Oh, my God. Just, the Alaskan winter yeah. ass cheek everywhere. Just howling winds. Ooh, and you hear the we, snake. And now just a, a third person narrator, not snake. Is it Colonel? War never changes. Except when it does. Except when war invents a giant muscular man with a pyramid head. Some sort of weapon. A great weapon. Almost like a weapon to surpass Metal Gear. Well, the weapon could not be controlled by humanity. I guess I'm Grover now. Could not be controlled by man or machine alike. 
Oh, I'm, I'm back to snake. Okay, wait. Colonel's log. Day 457 ADH. Well, it looks like war truly can change when they create war machines. Humanoid war machines. The, the great pyramid-headed beast escaped into the wilderness. Surpassing Metal Gear? Surpassing humanity? Surpassing war itself, perhaps? Surpassing even Solid Snake, as he proved when he, when he skinned him alive and killed him very badly. His spleen was nowhere to be found. We looked, like, really hard. Where was I? Oh, yeah, okay. So he's gone. <laughs> he's gone. In the wilderness. Who controls the pyramid head? Who watches the watchman? Or does the pyramid head control us? There's a, there's a new atomic bomb out there. Wandering free, wandering wild. Capable of anything. And anyone, and anywhere. Where? In the Alaskan wilderness. Colonel out. I love it. Oh, man. Monologues are hard. Yeah. <laughs> but really satisfying. Yeah, I can see why actors, like, oh, yeah. enjoy their craft. Oh, yeah. You know? Actors, you know what? They're on to something. Yeah. Would you like to do some sandwich criticism? Yeah, I would. So sandwich criticism is when we now look at our story, our completed fiction, and we say one thing we liked about it, one thing we didn't like, and the one last thing we liked about it. Yeah, just cap it off on a positive note. We take our big old red markers. Yeah. Mark it up. So one thing we liked about the story, I quite liked. This format works. Yes. I mean, loosey-goosey. Planning, Mm -hmm. editing as we go. Yeah, I think this is definitely the format to use going forward. I think this is a lot better. It's a lot more flowing. It helps us with our lacking improv skills. Yes, indeed. Um, It's a good crutch. I quite liked the character work of Snake, (laughs) Otacon, (laughs) and even the the Pyramid Head. I thought all three three characters we actually did a really good job with. He He had some growth. What's one thing we didn't like? I would have liked the the soldiers to be a little more, the terrorists to have a little more something. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like the, like the, the one guy who flesh was flesh him out more or just spend more time with them. I guess flesh him out more. The yeah, the yeah. the red ski mask one was pretty good where he wanted everyone mm-hmm, to notice mm-hmm. his red ski mask. I like that. But yeah. the other two were like, nah. Yeah. Johnny and Billy. Or or Billy and Johnny. Yeah, whichever. Bobby, See, we can't even remember Bobby their names. And, Bobby and Jombie. And what's one last thing we like? Um, all of the monologues. Yeah. There was a lot of really deeply felt uh, emotion. Yeah, as, I as silly really as the story was, the it, like, really commented on some, like, modern-day, like, problems. Yeah, I, you know, like, war? I feel like it, like, like, like metaphor- does it metaphorically, you know, like, subtly, it made a commentary on the state of war. Uh-huh. And it's a state of changing and yeah, not changing. It's, it's state of... Um, it's, it's stasis and it's, it's, yeah. uh, it's changeosity. It's changeosity. Mm-hmm. If you'd like to suggest characters for us, send them on over. Send them on over to ffwrshow at gmail.com or you can send them to us on Twitter at ffwrshow. Today, we will give a prompt of 
who is someone that scared you as a child, but now you think of as kind of silly? Darth Vader terrified me as a child. I don't, I wasn't super into like Silent Hill, but I couldn't, like, I remember Pyramid Head scaring me as just like an idea. You know, when like you knew something existed out there, Pyramid Head was scary. But like now I think like big guy with like a dumb metal thing on his head. That's like weird. That's not that scary. But I guess like I've never been chased by him. Mm -hmm. I gotta say the ghost of Jacob Marley in A Christmas Carol. Oh, yeah. He's covered in chains and he hates it. It. We had a he doesn't VHS, like it. We had a VHS tape, and Jacob Marley's ghost was just right there on the cover. Now, Too was scary. It a, now, was it the Muppet? No. No, it, it wasn't, wasn't goofy. The 60s. It wasn't goofy, and it wasn't the Muppet. No, it was real life human beings, but it was a ghost with chains on it. But then you watch it as an adult, and you're like, who's this moral scold? Who's this fool, old fool, to tell me how to live my life, spend my money? I. Would never buy a young crippled boy a prized Christmas goose. <laughs> and you want you want to tell me how to how to spend my money on Christmas? Not even a chained up ghost could convince me otherwise. No. Or his three what? friends. Well, you think you're scary? You're silly. So there, there's our prompt. That's the prompt. Uh, review us on iTunes. It'll help us out a lot. And a thanks to the band known as the band known as Seawater Bliss for the use of this song, Theme Continual 2, as our intro and outro. Check out their album at seawaterbliss.com. And remember, when in doubt, just AU that garbage kernel. Garbage, Colonel, Colonel, my ass cheeks. <laughs>